Turning a house into a home can be a rewarding part of being a homeowner, or it can be a money pit nightmare. Get tips today on how to figure out if going DIY or getting a contractor is the best way to go. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. If you had to rate yourself on a scale of 1 through 10 on how handy you are, what would it be? Well, congrats if you got a 7 or higher. But even if you're more of the 1 to 3 range, Chances are you've had those moments and conversations about how cool it would be to tackle some projects around the house. It could be as simple as changing up the paint colors, switching the decor, okay, maybe sprucing up a room, or you could be thinking of tackling a renovation. Maybe it's because we're all stuck at home and we're thinking, yeah, we need to change this up. Or it could be that not so subtle influence of that HGTV binge. But then you hit this wall. Let's call this wall reality. And the reality is telling you that updating your kitchen is going to cost you a whole lot of money because you're going to need a contractor and a team to execute your dream. Or you're hoping to save some serious cash and do the work yourself. But you're the person who just gave themselves a two. What do you do? Well, first, take a step back and relax. There's no rush or deadline on not out these projects. Second, I want you to enjoy this episode because we're digging into how to figure out how to tackle your home projects, big or small. In this episode, we're going to get into deciding whether or not to DIY, finding the best contractor for you, your project and budget, and then expanding your DIY skills. Are you ready? Let's get started. Before you decide whether to go the DIY route or to hire a contractor, there's some homework you should do that will make your decision much easier and have the process go smoother. And if you're going to tackle a big project like renovating your kitchen, you should really do a deep dive. But just looking at the core steps, the first thing you should examine is the scope of the job. may seem obvious, but you have to break down the job. When we were looking at updating our kitchen earlier in the year, we analyzed what had to be done. What's the time frame for it, both if we did it ourselves and with the contractor, and what are the costs for the materials? And also, is this going to be a structural change in project or cosmetic? I'm kind of digging into that a little bit further. Look at the level of skill and expertise needed. Try and get a sense of what you need to know and to do for the project. There's a big difference between changing a light fixture, for example, or a ceiling fan compared to rewiring your house. Our take is to go with the licensed professional when it comes to major gas, plumbing, or electrical work. That leads us to our last main point, but it's certainly one of the most important. I don't care how much money you can save. Safety is the priority. 
Never try to do a project without having the proper equipment and understanding how to use your tools. Now, as you are getting ready for this project, you should look up to see whether or not a permit is required. But that in itself doesn't mean you have to go with a contractor. There are some house projects like putting up a fence, for example, that may require it, but you can still do it yourself. Now, this might seem like a lot of legwork up front, but it can really pay off whichever route you choose. If you decide to do it yourself, obviously you'll be better prepared. And if you decide to hire a contractor to tackle this, having this knowledge can make communication easier, which hopefully will mean you're more likely to get what you want and it'll minimize the chances you'll be overcharged for unnecessary or unwanted work. I hope these tips make deciding which route to take on your home projects easier. And if you have any suggestions or just want to share some stories, please join us in the Thriving Families Facebook group. We love to swap ideas and share tips and support with one another on our goals. I'll have a link in the show notes or you can head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. We'd love to see you there. All right, you two have decided this project is big enough. We would love to have some professional support and direction with us. The problem is you don't know any contractors in the area. What do you do? I believe finding the best contractor is kind of like doing a treasure hunt. It'll take some effort on your part, but it is well worth it in the end. A great contractor can not only execute on your design and ideas, but they can also creatively solve problems that usually pop up in the middle of a project. And some really fantastic ones can help you find ways to save money in certain areas and then perhaps redirect it into those details that matter the most to you. But where do you find those talented and affordable contractors? The answer is really to get recommendations. And I would start with your family and friends that are in the area and see who they recommend. With both our basement renovation and kitchen update, we went to our friends to get recommendations and were incredibly happy with the contractors we worked with. Being able to go to their houses and see the work done gave us some more confidence and then we could also ask them questions about the little details that aren't always included in those review sites. But I do recommend that you check out Home Advisor and Angie's List to also get feedback from other clients to give you a clearer idea of if this contractor is going to be a good fit. Now, you may think that you'll save hunting for your contractor for when you're closer to starting your project, but it's actually a good idea to get this done sooner. Many contractors are happy to give you an estimate as long as you're upfront about what you're doing and the time frame you're thinking about. We did a show earlier this year where I went into more detail about the process of updating our kitchen and I will include it in the show notes so we don't have to rehash everything. But I do want to point out that whether you're financing or saving up ahead like we did, it's important to get these estimates. The obvious is to make sure that you keep this project affordable But then also consider if this is your first time doing a renovation, it's difficult to get an idea of what a realistic budget would be for the scope of the project unless you talk to actual contractors. And you may be surprised at how wildly different the estimates can be. 
And yes, we all want to get a good deal, but this is not the time to go cheap. Sometimes the cheapest quote isn't the best. We've gone with contractors who not only offered a reasonable price, but could walk us through the process. No one can predict how a project turns out and if you're opening walls, what you'll discover. But an experienced contractor can go through some of the common problems that may pop up and talk it over with you about how they would solve it. I think because we went with knowledgeable contractors, we've been able to keep these typically expensive projects within our budget. And as you're getting these estimates, take the time to really talk to and get to know the contractors. With big projects, it's absolutely key that you guys can communicate with one another. Sure, you may have an idea of what you want, but there's going to be things like your city or county codes, your house's particular issues that you might not be aware of and you don't know how to work it out. So that's where having the right contractor is essential. They can walk you through the process and you can come up with a solution that works for both of you. Now, just because you're getting a contractor doesn't mean you can't find ways to save money. You can still keep to your budget by taking care of some of the things like shopping for your own materials or assisting your contractor with some of the task. These are things you should discuss ahead of time with your contractor so they can give you an accurate estimate. I have to say, I enjoyed learning how to install the tile while we were doing the kitchen backsplash. So this could be a great opportunity for not only you to have a professional take the lead on a big project, but maybe you can pick up a skill that you can use for another project down the line. Getting the right contractor can take some work, I know, but it can be a fantastic partnership in the years to come as you make your house into a home. All right, maybe you decided that you wanted to do something around the house yourself. Kudos, my friend. Even if you're not the most handy person, there are plenty of ways you can fix up your place without having to be a licensed expert. For those looking for a starter project, let me offer a few suggestions and then we'll go over some resources to help you knock it out. So the way I broke it down is kind of by skill level and then also area or category of how you're fixing up your home. And the five I came up with were transforming your old furniture, organizing your space, beautifying your yard, updating a room, and then building something. So transforming your furniture is such an easy way to make your house, well, pretty much more you. Some of our own first projects were finding tables and nightstands and sanding them down or staining them or even painting them. Small changes that had a big impact. And depending on how crafty and skilled you are with upcycling, this could also be a source of side income. I know quite a few people that find some treasures at yard sales, fix them up, and then sell it for a tidy little profit. So that's something to keep in mind. The second one is organizing your space. Since many of us are staying more at home, we might be more aware of the clutter that we have around. So some projects that you might want to tackle is adding some shelving to your walls. Maybe you have a mud or entryway space. You want to have some cubbies or even building a custom closet. There are different kits that are available so that you can have it fit you and your particular needs. 
The third area is beautifying your yard. And this is actually some of my favorite projects that we've done. Besides growing a garden in the backyard, we've also built a fire pit. We have our compost bins up and ready. And we're divvying up our yard so we can have some more outdoor dining space. If you want to stay inside, updating a room can be a great use of your time and let your creative juices flow. Painting room isn't complicated, but it can really change room. Or if you want to get fancier, adding wallpaper or tile can add some pop to your home. And then adding details like crown molding or wall paneling can customize your house into a home. And finally, building something yourself. These can be some of the most personally rewarding projects that you can do. But if you're worried about messing up, start simple. Start with custom shelves. You can personalize them based on hardware, staining or painting them. Or if you want to get a little more complicated, try something like a sofa sleeve. Basically, it slides onto the arm and it's like a mini table for your drinks, which can be really handy around the house and a space saver. And then finally, building your own table or even doing a custom wardrobe. These are projects that, if done well, can last for years and can be a lot of fun. Hopefully, after hearing these ideas, there are some projects that you want to add to your list, which is great. But you don't know exactly how are you going to do this. Now, if you have a friend who could walk you through the process, that's fantastic. If not, no worries. Here are some resources that we use when we're looking at home projects and we need some help. Because of the nature of these projects, for me, the best way to learn is either through video or step-by-step with photos included tutorials. And I found Pinterest can be not only a great place for ideas, but to find those tutorials. So visually, I might browse through, type in the name of the project that I want to get done. And then I see who has the results that I'm looking for. Also, YouTube is really handy when you're doing repairs or tackling a DIY project. I love the fact that you can see it broken down and I'm able to rewind and replay until I can understand the process better and follow along at my pace. I'll include a link to some of my favorite channels in the show notes, but there's too many to mention. But something that I found really handy is typing in the design style that you like and then the name of the project. You can find some channels that are completely devoted to certain niches. For example, one of my favorite channels is Homemade Modern, where you not only get some really cool designs, but Ben also tries to show you how to build in a more sustainable way. Though the buildings are closed right now for us, check to see if your library still has some options that are open. You may be able to order digital copies of books, magazines, and other resources to help you tackle your own DIY projects. And even though we are social distancing now, you can still connect with others through an online community. Virtual meetups might not be quite the same as in person, but you can still ask and talk to others in the space in your area who are working on similar projects so you can motivate one another or maybe give ideas for those times you get stuck on a project. And then there are apps and services out there like House that you can use to organize your ideas and hone in on what you need to get and what you need to learn for your projects. 
So if you're hoping to level up with your DIY skills, now is the time because there are so many resources that are out there to help you. And if you complete a task around home and want to show off, please tag me on social media. I'm at simplify underscore enjoy. I'd love to see what you're working on. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Working on your own home, whether it's with your hands, yourself, or having a pro execute your vision can be fulfilling. And if you have any questions about tackling home projects and renovations, I'll have the resources you need in the show notes over at Simplify and Enjoy. You can also join our community where you'll get the latest podcasts, posts, videos, and more sent straight to you. It's free, saves you time, and I promise it's fun. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. And if you are interested in getting started in your own project and you want to look at your options, please connect with our sponsor, Coastal Credit Union. You can go the route we did, which is save up ahead of time. They have competitive rates on their savings accounts, or you might want to look at a HELOC. Find out the best option for you at simplifyandenjoy.com slash bank better. And next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about helping your kids become more thoughtful and savvy with their money. We'll go over key things they need to know about how to save, spend, and give. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Our music today was from artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, I want to say thank you so much for your support. I appreciate the feedback that you're giving and sharing the episodes. Thank you so much. And if you ever have a question that you want to have covered on the podcast, please reach out. Join the community. I'd love to have your feedback. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. <music>